Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. Hi, my name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 94. Today, I'll be interviewing illustrator and author Janice Hector. Janice Hector is both an author and illustrator whose debut picture book, Adventure Girl, has been published by Alizar Press. She is an award-winning illustrator and fine artist who has exhibited her paintings in various galleries and museums throughout the country. Janice has illustrated six picture books, including SCBWI Crystal Kite Award finalist, The Great Elephant Escape for Pelican Publishing. In 2018, she was selected by jury to take part in an intensive week-long residency program for author and illustrator sponsored by PJ Library. One of her illustrations was selected by jurors, Brian Lies and Susanna Richards, to be included in the 2018 SCBWI New England Illustrators Exhibit at the Wedeman Art Gallery of Lazelle College. Janice enjoys the combination of her two favorite passions, which are writing and illustrating. She has been on numerous school visits, sharing her bookmaking process with students. She's an active member of SCBWI, attending conferences and workshops. Her BFA degree in illustration is from Carnegie Mellon University. So thank you so much for being here today, Janice. Oh, thank you, Becca. So let's so, so today, I mean, you have a lot of books that you publish, but today we're going to be talking about Adventure Girl. You know, what inspired you to write and illustrate this book? And, you know, just also about how you're connected to the topic of, you know, mm-hmm. archaeology, which I think is a really interesting, different topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I've been attending um, a lot of uh, archaeology lectures at a local college. And, um, and I, it brought me back to a time when I was a a young child, um, in school and we, um, had a unit on archeology span and I was always so uh, fascinated with it. Um, and at that time I borrowed books on archeology span from the library. And I remember looking for fossils in my backyard. And so, um, I decided to do a search to see uh, which picture books uh, covered archaeology. And I discovered that there really wasn't much out there. I just found like one other book, one book out there. And um, so I decided I needed to uh, write and illustrate a picture book about dealing with archaeology as a theme. Um, but I wanted to tie, I wanted to tie it into a story that kids would enjoy. Uh, so I, I, this was in the back of my mind for a long time. Um, I knew I wanted to do it, but I, I didn't have any ideas that, uh, resonated with me. Um, so I just kept it in the back of my mind. And then all of a sudden, one day I, I was walking into my house with some groceries and suddenly the, the idea from the story came to me <laughs> and uh, I knew I had my story. 
So did you always plan to write um, a, a picture book about something that took place in Israel? Or was that something that was just sort of like, I, I'm just curious about that. Uh, no, that was something uh, new. Uh, other books I, I had written uh, didn't take place in Israel. Um, I guess I, when I was writing it, I was going to go to the PJ Library, the TED program. And uh, that got me thinking about um, Jewish uh, children's books. And, uh, and then I thought um, Israel is the perfect place for archaeology. I mean, it's known for that. So I thought that was a good setting. And for those who don't know what PJ Library is, can you just explain that a little bit? Oh, okay. Um, they, it's um, an organization that um, donates um, books for, you know, it's free of charge to, to uh, families to, of young kids. Um, they're all uh, with Jewish themes. And um, it has a wide reach. It goes out to uh, thousands of people. Yeah, it does. And what I like about it is that it's free. So when my uh-huh. kids were young, you know, you just go on their website, you could sign up and they will deliver these books to you throughout the year. Um, yes. Which I think mm-hmm. it's also really good. And just one question I had was about, um, so you, so you wrote and illustrated this book and then was it that it was in conjunction with PJ or was that PJ library um, was printing it, is going to be printing it kind of in conjunction with that publication company? No, PJ, it's not being published uh, with PJ. I just, I uh, workshopped that book at um, to the TED program. Okay. At the Inter- so can you talk a little bit more about the story in your book? About like what it's about for those who haven't seen it or want to know more about it. We know it's about archaeology in Israel, but just a little bit more about the main character in the story, Dobby. Okay, the main character, Dobby, she's a, a very creative, spunky kid. And um, she loves to uh, dig in the dirt and she creates um, sculptures out of mud. And uh, she just loves exploring nature. And, um, but not every, her parents aren't too happy with her getting dirty all the time. They don't understand it, what she's doing, why she's doing it. But um, she keeps, keeps going. And, uh, and then she goes on a trip to visit her grandparents in Israel. Mm-hmm. And that also takes place in a specific park that you have this setting. Yes, in Beit Gouverneur National Park. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there before? Yeah, I like just um, I want to say more about that. I had never been to Israel before. I did a lot of uh, research uh, for the book, and uh, I read up on other people's experiences at the Bet Guvern, and um, I really researched a lot. So I became so intrigued with Bet Guvern and the character of Dobby. Uh, that I wanted to experience Dobby's dig for myself. So a week and a half ago, I actually went on an archaeological dig at Bait Goover National Park. Ah, that's really cool. Yeah, and it was an amazing experience. 
Um, I found the base of a jug. And uh, like Dobby, I, I was not able to keep it, but I did take a nice photo of it. And I also, um, we crawled through a cave that has, hasn't been yet been excavated. And we went through some very tight, dark spaces where you couldn't stand because the ceiling was too low. And um, at one point, we went through an opening in the floor the size of a manhole and uh, jumped to the next level. Uh, so it was very exciting. Uh, we got to see an ancient oil press and an installation used to raise doves 2,500 years ago. And uh, this was uh, truly the highlight of our trip, this Beit Guberin. Um, we were in Israel for two and a half weeks. And um, I got a, a Dig for a Day t-shirt as well as a Beit Guberin t-shirt to remind me of the special day, and I'm wearing it now, actually. Yeah, I love that. You could say it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after the dig, we explored some amazing caves, and I truly had an adventure that day. And um, there were a lot of kids on the dig, and they seemed to be having a great time. Uh, they got so excited when they uncovered something. And they were totally captivated the whole time. So I would definitely recommend it for kids. Um, I think kids get to learn about history in a fun and interactive way. Um, and our guide for the dig mentioned that someone had recently found an ancient ring, just like Dobby did in the book. And another person had found an ancient coin. So, a very exciting things happening there. Oh, so, what? So, what's the meaning behind Dobby's name? Uh, Dobby's name. I. Um, I was just. I was looking up uh, Israeli names uh, for the characters in the book, uh, since Dobby's uh, mother is from Israel. So, I wanted her to have an Israeli name. So, I spent a lot of time uh, combing through lists of Israeli names. Um, until I found names I felt fit the characters. And when I came across the name Dobby, I knew it was right. Uh, because it's short and spunky, just like the character. Yeah, no, I love that. One <laughs> question I had about when you were, I always, and I'm sure you always get asked this about, like, what do you start with? Do you start with, for, for illustrator and um, and authors, I always ask, like, what do you start with? Do you start with the words or the pictures? I always, I start with the writing first. Oh, okay. And then after I have that uh, critiqued and polished, then I go on to do the illustrations, the picture book dummy. And how did you do the illustration? Was it like something that you kind of did on paper first and then you converted to the computer? Or like, what's your uh, process in like with illustrating this book? Actually, I had, um, I had models live models oh. and um and i took photos and then uh from those i did uh, use the photos as a reference for my sketches and then i created um like three full color uh drawings 
And then uh, the rest were black and white for the picture book dummy. And at that time, I was working in a program called Corel Painter. I had the um, Wacom tablet and uh, pen to draw with. But since that time, now for future books, I, um, like I created a picture book dummy recently, and I did it on my iPad Pro um, with my Apple Pencil in uh, Procreate. And I like that because it's direct. The, um, the tablet I was using before, you'd like look at the screen and draw on the tablet. Whereas here it's direct. You're drawing directly on the uh, tablet. That's really cool. Yeah, I could yeah. see you got it from real life because I feel like the illustrations are more like real. You could tell mm-hmm. from real people. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's really cool. So just to go yeah. back to the, to some of the names in the book, because you talked about Dobby, but I like how in the glossary at the end, you kind of, you have a little bit, um, just sort of talking about the different names and what they mean. Like, let's say Abba is dad. Right. I, I thought it would, yes. I thought it'd be interesting for kids to just learn a little Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really cool. I love that because it just expands vocabulary and I Mm -hmm. always think it's great for, to expose kids to different ways that you may call um, somebody in different languages, different cultures Mm -hmm. um, that not everyone calls everybody mom and dad, that we have lots Mm -hmm. of ways to refer to people in our family. Um, And so also what I liked about was the theme of Dobby just, you know, kind of being able to explore, like not being bothered by being dirty or just, you know, mm-hmm. exploring her own being who she is. Um, mm-hmm. I know as a parent of a daughter, I like, if she got dirty, I was like actually happy. I was like, okay, good. She's like out there, she's playing, she's, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so was there any sort of thoughts in that theme of the book with regards to you know, Dobby being um, like just more of like an outdoorsy kind of kid. Yeah, I, I um, wanted to encourage, I want to encourage children to um, explore nature and uh, to follow their passions and uh, not let others discourage them. Um, yeah, Dobby has the lovely ability to connect with nature. And um, her creativity really shines through when she creates those wonderful sculptures out of mud. And um, she she doesn't she keeps at it, and she doesn't let the naysayers stop her. Um, and not every kid has has people in their lives who, who are supportive over their interests. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage those kids to believe in themselves and to keep forging ahead and uh, girls can do anything, explore natural wonders of the world and have the ultimate adventure. Yeah. And just to say that, you know, for, for kids who like to explore, you don't need to be in a national park to do, you know, your own archeology span dig. You could mm-hmm. you know, just even in your own backyard sometimes. Right. That's what really... Dobby does. Yes. That's what Dobby does in the beginning. Yeah. Just find Mm-hmm. Different things. I actually, um, my daughter's friend for a long time, her favorite thing was having a metal detector. 
And she would go around her property and find different things under the ground, Uh like the metal detector. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's fun to explore things. It's fun to kind of find these things just around. So I'm just finding things like taking a walk in the neighborhood or even taking a hike now that it's getting nice out again over the summer, taking a hike in the woods and, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to find different things um, Mm -hmm. while on while on a hike. Um, so yeah, just to say that if it's something that's interesting to kids, it's something you could do. You don't need to be in like a special place for it. You could do it pretty much anywhere. Right. Yeah. I, um, I, during the, um, pandemic, I was going on a lot of hikes Mm -hmm. and exploring nature. And, uh, also I was, um, with my artwork, I was also, um, finding that I could find, have, uh, topics, uh, right in my own house to paint, Mm -hmm. uh, that I didn't really have to go far. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, Mm -hmm. is there anything else you want to add before we finish up? And also just one more thing, just about your website and about, um, where the book is available. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, my website is just my name www.janicehector.com, J-A-N-I-C-E-H-E-C-H-T-E-R. And uh, the book's available on all uh, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, um, pretty much everywhere. Great. Gazelle, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to add before we finish up today? Um, let's see, I guess, um, and also, um, they're going to be, uh, having the book, selling the book at the gift store at Big Govern soon. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was assuming they were. Yeah. I like it. So, um, so, uh, well, is it available in Hebrew as well? No, uh, as yet it's not, but that would be great if it, if it does become available in Hebrew. Yeah, but a lot of the a lot of the uh, people who visit Baykoverin are come from uh, speak English, come from the United States, so it'll be good for them to have that option. Yeah, well, that's awesome. I'm hoping to eventually get there one one day, and if I do, and I see Mm -hmm. your book, I'm gonna be very excited. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was so excited. To be there. Yeah, well, that's really, you know what? It's that's like the best seeing your, yeah. your, book, your book baby being sold in the store. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much for being here today. And, um, you know, I, I look forward to more of your future work. And, um, anyway, well, thank you so much. Thanks for okay, listening. Thank today. you. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Listen and learn with us at Language During Mealtime.